Well, I'm I'm on on the winning side. side. Yes, I'm on on the winning side. side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Friday, January 28th, and I hope you're having a good day, and uh, I hope you've had a good week, and the Lord has been good to us, that's for sure, and we want to thank Him and praise Him for Uh, His goodness, the fact that you woke up this morning, the fact that I woke up this morning, every day is a gift from God in life uh, and breath. Praise the Lord for uh, His goodness to us. Um, I want to say today, if you're listening on the radio, 95.9 FM, uh, we welcome you. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you're doing well. To those that are listening on the podcast, at listening probably later on in the day or maybe on Saturday or Sunday or whenever you get around to it, uh, thank you for taking the time to tune in. And then those on our radio app listening live right now, uh, thank you so much for joining us. And then Facebook, thanks for tuning in on Facebook. And then those that are watching on YouTube, We are glad to have you with us today. Uh, No birthdays today, but we got two tomorrow. Happy birthday tomorrow to Beverly Headspeth. And tomorrow also, happy birthday to Patsy Rose. And I hope you ladies have a great day. And I thank the Lord for uh, both of you. You both are a blessing. Uh, Let's pray today for our church. Pray for our school. Pray for our missionaries. We've got a a card. If you've not picked that up, it's got the list of, I think we're up to 90 missionaries. Now, I said that's not right. I think it's 88. But we've got a list uh, with a printout of all the names and the countries and where they are. And I keep that in my Bible. And uh, that's something that you can pull out, you can reference you can use it as a prayer list, and uh, that's a good good reminder for us, too, that uh, our mission field is not just Roanoke Rapids. This is our first mission field, but we're to take the gospel to all the earth, and uh, that's the Great Commission. So I hope you pray for our missionaries, and then let's pray for Sunday. Pray for a great day. I don't know what's going to happen with the snow. Uh, I almost get a little, to be honest with you, I almost get a little more nervous when they don't really talk about it. That almost worries me more. Like, we might be buried in five feet of snow. Who knows? But I think it'll be a dusting. But we're, I'm just praying we can have church on Sunday, regular schedule, uh, early service, Sunday school, buses, uh, Sunday morning, then Sunday night, uh, we have the Lord's Supper. I'm praying that that'll all uh, work out. But the Lord knows all about it, and it'll be okay. I want you to hear a song. Uh, here's a, a, a father and daughter singing, I believe God. And I believe God, uh, He will come through. It talks about the story of uh, that shipwreck that Paul went through, and boy, they thought they were all going to drown. And uh, he stopped him. He said, hey, wait a minute, folks. I believe God. And God said, we're getting over the other side, and I just believe that God keeps his word. And I do too. I believe that God keeps his word. God is so good. Hope you enjoyed this song. And then we'll get into our Bible study uh, as we pick up in Proverbs 30. Paul and Luke were taking a trip. When the south wind blew softly, they boarded the ship. The destination already planned. They 
set sail They encountered a stormy gale When the sun did not shine Old Paul did not mind He said, I believe God And I believe God Though the lightning is flashing I believe God Though the thunder is crashing I believe God When the storm is all past We'll reach the other side Save at last For the Lord stood by me In the darkest night I believe God when the storm is all past We'll reach the other side safe at last For the Lord stood by me in the darkest night He said, sweet child of mine, everything is alright We're never alone, we'll make it our home For I believe God Proverbs 30, we saw yesterday uh, some verses about the generation that Solomon described to his son. And by the way, I think we're living in that generation, the generation that curses their father and does, does not bless their mother. They're pure in their own eyes and they're, they're lofty uh, with their eyes. Oh, they are so full of themselves. They're so self-centered. They're so proud and arrogant. Uh, their teeth are as swords. Their jaw teeth are as knives. Boy, our words ought not be swords. Our words ought not be knives. Our words ought to be encouraging and, 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 and uh, exhorting. And, and the Bible says that uh, iron sharpeneth iron. Your words should not hurt somebody. Your words should help somebody. And your words ought to be uh, pleasing to the Lord. So we talked about those verses about that generation. And uh, I left you with the challenge that I want to be a part, not of that generation, 
But I want to be a part of the generation that fears God. David talks about that. A generation of them that seek after God. That's what I want, and I hope that's your desire as well. Let's look at verse number 15. The Bible says, and here we see some examples of some animals and some object lessons that uh, Solomon uses. But he says in verse 15, the horse leech. <laughs> that's a, 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 not an exciting uh, creature to look at. Uh, a leech, something that sucks the blood, you know. The horse leech <clears throat> hath two daughters, crying, give, give. There are three things that are never satisfied, yea, four things say not, it is enough. The grave, the barren womb, the earth that is not filled with water, and the fire that saith not, it is enough. Let's look at these for just a second here. First of all, the leech, the, the leech that gets onto the horses, especially as a horse would be going through uh, a river or going through some body of water, boy, those leeches would latch onto a horse and would literally uh, uh, suck the blood out of a horse. That's disgusting right there. Uh, in the words of uh, Kylie and Micah, that's disgusting, you know? I mean, uh, uh, to have something that, that literally suck in the blood, and you've, if you've been to a lake or a pond or whatever, you've seen uh, you get those things on you, and that is nasty. Well, can I tell you that there is, in life, there are some leeches. <laughs> there are some things that if you let them, uh, they will suck the life out of you. They will suck the joy. Uh, they'll rob you of happiness. They'll rob you of focus and vision and contentment. And I'll tell you where it all comes from. It all comes from the devil. The devil wants to steal your joy. He wants to steal your passion. He wants to steal your fire. He wants to steal uh, your commitment to the things of God. And if you let that old devil uh, latch on and leech on, he will suck that out. Well, the horse leech has two daughters. And, and, and these, uh, the picture here is that these things, they're always wanting more. They're always wanting more. They're always taking more. And the verse says, give, give, and they're never satisfied. They don't say, that's enough. They just keep on going. Now, let's look at the four visual aids here that Solomon uses. Number one is the grave. Can I tell you, this is a reminder for us uh, that life is so short. Uh, life is short, but eternity is forever. Did you know that the grave is never satisfied? Uh, if you open the paper today or if you look online today, there will be obituaries today. Uh, I think about the month of January especially. It seems like a lot of folks in our church, it was last January, that went home to be with the Lord. I know uh, my wife, we were just talking last Sunday, it was her uh, her mother's uh, anniversary of her home going, 12 years since my wife's mom went to be with the Lord, and that was in January. Uh, my dad, he passed away in February, and that anniversary is uh, six years coming up next month. Hard to believe. But can I tell you, there are deaths every single day. People pass away. And, and the grave does not say, okay, that's enough. No, because it's appointed unto men once to die. And after this, the judgment. And the Bible says our life is like a vapor. It just appears for a little time and then it vanished it the way. And so the grave is never satisfied. Next, it says not only the grave, but it says the barren womb. When you look in the Old Testament uh, especially, it's amazing to see so many women that God used greatly 
that they were so burdened because they could not have a child. And can I tell you, and, and that, that, that feeling is ongoing. Uh, it is something that, that, that stays with that mother. It is something that stays with uh, that woman. And that, that is never satisfied. It never says, okay, that's enough. The grave, the barren womb. And then the third thing is the earth that is not filled with water. You know, it's amazing. I was thinking about last winter. Um, and by the way, we didn't get a lot of snow last winter, but we got a ton of rain last winter. And I remember several times saying, whoa, if it had been a couple degrees colder, we would have had a ton of snow. You remember that last winter? Well, it seems like this winter, it's all been a couple degrees colder. and It's been ice or snow. But you know, what's amazing is you can get a downpour. And I remember growing up in the Midwest, I remember the Mississippi River when that thing would flood. You are like, whoa, this is crazy. Well, guess what? Eventually, the earth just absorbs it. Eventually, you can't tell. And then you could go from having a, a springtime where you had a flood, and you could get into August, and they were praying for rain. Uh, the earth, uh, with, with, with needing water and needing rain, it's never satisfied. Uh, it's just going to keep on soaking it up. The earth that is not filled with water. And then the fire. You know what's amazing about a fire is as long as there is flammable material, as long as there is something that can burn, that fire will continue to burn. I think about uh, California and some of the fires that they've had out there. And boy, it starts so small, but it grows and it grows and it grows. And until that fire is put out by uh, firefighters or by rain or by reaching a point where there's nothing left to burn, that fire will continue. Can I tell you, I know the, the reference here is to a physical fire. There's no doubt about it. But I think there's an application here to be made, and that is that the fires in hell are never satisfied. And people are dying and going to hell every day because they've not put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ. And friend, uh, we, we ought to do all we can to stop people from going to hell. We ought to do all we can to say, hey, you don't have to go to hell. Jesus Christ died on the cross. He paid the price so that you could have eternal life. I like that uh, passage in the book of Jude. I, I used that passage um, a week, uh, week and a half ago, almost two weeks ago now, for the uh, homegoing service for Brother Freddie Parrish. It says in Jude, verse 22, and of some have compassion, making a difference. And that man made a difference. And I talked about how some people made a difference in his life because they came and knocked on his door and gave him the gospel, and he got saved in Raleigh years and years ago. Well, then he was a man that had compassion on others, and he made a difference in other people's lives without a doubt. But then the next verse, Jude 22, then Jude 23, and it says, And others, save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. Did you know as Christians, we have a responsibility to rescue the perishing. We have a responsibility to rescue people from the flames of hell. And can I tell you, uh, unless we get the gospel to people, they will die without Jesus Christ. But we have the opportunity to reach them while we can. We have the opportunity to tell them the good news before it is too late. I hope that today will be a reminder to you that uh, life is so short. Uh, there are three things, the Bible says, uh, that are uh, never satisfied. There are four things that say not it is enough. The grave, the barren womb, the earth that is not filled with water, 
and the fire that saith not it is enough. I hope you have a good day. I hope it was a help to you today. Just kind of some simple uh, applications here from these uh, reminders that Solomon gave his son. We're calling this Reminders for Living. We saw yesterday and the day before the realities of our generation, but today we see Reminders for Living. We'll continue this next week. Hope you have a great day. God bless you. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.